That's tough. Yes, sir. And, and, and not only that, we'll, we'll fall back in it, and the devil will blind you that you done fail back in it. You think that you're still in God, and all the time, in your, in, in your spirit, you're working against God. can what? Cannot please God. If you are stuck on you and not stuck on God, you can't please God. If it's all about me, myself, and I, good God Almighty, God has no place in you. Tell you that. And guess what? That don't mean that you're not in the church either. Because he's talking to the church. That means you're in the church and lost. You would be the lost coin sitting in the house. This word here is not talking to the folks that have made it up in their mind that they're going to stay where they are. This Tell you this, you know, like I do. If you don't put yourself in check, God will. And if He has to put you in check, it then it kind of leaves you leaves on your conscience something that you need to get correct because you desire to walk with God. And stay in the righteousness of God. You feel good when you done had a good day in God. And when you lose that good day. Don't it leave you sour all day long. Until you can get back in God's good grace. Amen. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you. So guess what? If you want to be raised, you got to get the right spirit. Huh? You know that the scripture said that Jesus rose from the dead, went back to heaven on the clouds of glory. And that is an example of what he going to do for the saints of the most high that love his appearance. So will that be you? Will that be us? Will we be raised by the same spirit? So guess what? That means that we cannot afford to take anything for granted. That's why we have to work on ourselves to keep our flesh from sabotaging our salvation. And then a lot of times, 
our flesh sabotage our salvation and we'll turn around. Can I give y'all y'all most uh, uh, profound words that y'all use? The devil made me do it. No, you made you do it. Because uh, guess what? God broke us free from the devil. Uh, he broke us free from the devil and he said he gave us power. So then, no, it ain't no more that the devil making you do it. No, the lust in your flesh is making you. Did that make sense now? That's why the devil up there saying y'all down here lying on him. God, you gave them folks freedom. And now they down there lying on me, telling me I'm still making them do that. Now it's the lust in your flesh that's causing you to go against the will of God. But if the spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he will raise you up from the dead also, quicken your mortal body. By the spirit that dwells in you. Therefore, brethren, we are, what? Dead us not to, you don't owe the flesh nothing. You are not dead to live after it. For if you live after the flesh, you shall die. But if you through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, you shall live. Now you are at a point that you got to do some modification. Oh, we got to do some modification on this old body. We got to get out. We'd have been we'd have been brought from the condemnation, which is uh, we're, which is pronounces us to be guilty as charged. And you know, we all was guilty as charged, but through Christ, we uh, have no condemnation. We. Uh, didn't get the sinners of the punishment that we should have got. We are justly condemned. We are we get justly condemned for repeatedly breaking God's holy law. Because that's by choice. So guess what? He brought us out, said there is no condemnation under them that are in what? Christ Jesus. But if we are walking after our flesh, guess what? We are overriding the salvation that God has provided for us, and we choose to live the life that we just came out of. It's almost like the scripture talks about a hog that has been washed. It's clean. You probably can see the whole pretty skin. But the hog said the skin is too clean for me. So he went and found him some mud and he got the wallet and then you know what he was saying? Paraphrasing, I feel at home now. So <laughs> Lamont sometimes that we have to go back and, and we feel at home going back, waddling in the mud that God brought us out of. Don't you get homesick in the church. <laughs> it's 
some of it you might not be able to get out of. Hey, guess what? Some of the other that you think is mud is quicksand. <laughs> so guess what? Therefore, we got to work toward, uh, uh, we got we, we to gotta work toward modifying what? The deeds. Somebody say something. Oh, okay. We got to modify the deeds to reverse the judgment against us. Reverse the judgment that is against the work of our flesh. We must let spiritual modification make godly changes in our life, transforming its inner man structure and becoming a new creature in Christ Jesus. And, in, and, and, and to make the modification, we must we 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 must make some 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 restrictions to what we uh, allow in our life. We must make restrictions to what used to be in our life and in our lifestyle, and develop and alter and make changes unto what God wants us to be. We don't want to make changes. We want to have the best. Of both worlds, and you ain't gonna have the best of neither one of them. We gotta alter. Come on, somebody. Once you hit that water and receive the Holy Ghost, it ain't over. It ain't, it ain't over. Come on, somebody. You gotta work on your salvation. You gotta work on you. When you come, when you get baptized in the Spirit, you just get a brand new opportunity to change. Did y'all hear it? You was afforded an opportunity to make life different for you. Did that make sense? Let's go to Romans 14 then. Some altering there, dude. We're gonna do verse 11 and 12. <clears throat> so much in the, in, in, in the scriptures that I have to try my best to condense it. To, you know what I mean? So that uh, they can get down to some of the other meats in the scriptures. Verses 11 and 12 says. Hold it right there. Hold it right there. First of all, he said, for it is written. <laughs> and if it's written, it is so. If it is written, it's going to happen, done happen, or will happen. Did y'all hear that? If it's written, it's going to go down like God said it's going to go down. With, wait a minute, with or without your approval. Do you hear me? And he said, since he said it's written, and then Jesus turned around and said, as, this, this, this Paul, I'm, I'm sorry, as I, as I live, Paul said, I tell you the truth, as I live, said the Lord, every knee shall bow to me. Paul is quoting what Jesus had already said. 
is a passage of scripture in the Revelation that, that will bag up this passage of scripture. And then it said, and every tongue shall confess to God. It's coming. You in the church done done it, but it's still coming. Did y'all hear me? You in the church has already confessed, but still it's coming. Not just your tongue, but every tongue. Not just your knee, but every knee. Hmm. Look what the 12th verse says. So then every one of us shall give an account of him. Now that's the part that we got to take
judgment day is coming. Listen. Judgment day is coming, and everybody must stand before him and give an account of his deeds in the body and spirit. It's going to happen. Amen. For God to say a thing is for God to do a thing. Therefore, don't let the good that you do be seen as evil as an evil thing. Don't you give an occasion for others to criticize your good deed, which is justifiable for you. Because why? You're doing it to the Lord. Amen. You keep in mind that I'm doing a great work. Why? Because I'm doing this unto the Lord. Amen. So don't allow the action of your flesh to destroy the good work that you've done. When we come together, keep in mind what the kingdom of God is about. It's about building on righteousness. It's about peace. It's about joy in the Holy Ghost. He who serves Christ in this way is acceptable and pleasing unto God. That's the one we got to please. Amen. That's the one, that's the one I got to tap dance in front of. Huh? Because I got to make him pleased with myself. Come on, somebody. I don't care if Rose think I can't dance. I still got to make God pleased with myself. Huh? <laughs> huh? She get over there with her buddy, uh, Marsha, and they be laughing. I, I got to make God pleased with myself. Same thing with you. Amen. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, I got to get it. If I don't get it, he'll, he'll never be reminded of what he went through. That was just like when we was, uh, uh, when we was uh, caring for the Holy Ghost. This was a hard nut to crack. That was a hard nut to crack. Boy, but when God cracked it. Oh, I said, Lord, why am I going through all this? All I had to do was just hang around and see the work of the Lord. When the Lord cracked that nut, boy, he had him everywhere. He was down. He tried to go to the back of the church to hide out, but God wouldn't let him hide out. He rolled him on the floor, rolled him through the aisles. <laughs> Only thing I can say, get him, Lord, get him. <laughs> now. So guess what? If you don't make God's job hard, God won't make your receiving hard. Y'all get down. If you don't make God's job hard, he won't make your receiving hard. Thank you for being my example of the month. <laughs> Go to Corinthians chapter I mean, 2 Corinthians. 
chapter 10. Man, I did that to get row a break tonight. <laughs> Second Corinthians chapter ten, verses three through six. We'll read all three of those. We'll read all three of those verses and then comment on them. Let's read them, please. But though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down the imagination and the high things that exalt itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ, and having in a readiness to revenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. Lord have mercy. Here we, though we walk in the flesh, you are still living. You still have a natural life. Uh, we still have to get up and do the 9 to 5, the 3 to 11, the 7 to 11, or whatever your shift may be. You still have families to take care of, and you still have obligations that you have to meet, mostly on a daily basis. So you are still walking in the flesh. But guess what? In your walking with the flesh, we are not carrying out our spiritual warfare against the flesh because you're going to run into situations all during the process of your Christian life. It's never over until it's all over. You're going to run against opposition. But guess what? You have to practice being spiritual-minded so that you don't give over or give in to the tactics that the devil uses or trying to use against you. Did that make sense? So, regardless that we're living in the flesh, we don't war according to the flesh. Huh? We have a new king who fights our battle. Do we ever stop to say, Lord, fight this battle for me? I need you, Lord God, to step in and handle this for me, Lord. Huh? Because I'm about to go off the deep end. <laughs> You've been there, I've been there, and you might go there again. Come on, somebody. But we have to learn how to, we have to recognize the war that we're fighting and take our hands off of it so God can be the one to fight the battle. Amen. He will fight the battle and he said, through Jesus Christ, the weapons of our warfare are not physical, but spiritual through God the pulling down and destroying of strongholds. Amen. 
the strongholds, guess what? It's in our mind. The strongholds sometimes is in our mind because we won't allow God to break us free. Huh? From the cares of this flesh, from 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 trying to do things our way, of trying uh, of not trying to give the control over to God, and we try to maintain the control to ourselves. Okay. One of these times you're gonna tell the Lord, oh. I even worse or make it longer than it would have been if we had to turn it over to God. The devil comes to get you to engage with a physical encounter to nullify or to make void your spiritual walk with God. Huh? He comes to make you hang So now, guess what he done done? Now he done robbed you of your joy. Hmm. Now you ain't got a song to sing. <laughs> now you done put down your spiritual song, you done went and picked up B.B. King. The thrill is gone. <laughs>
I've noticed some of the conversations that I have with the pastor, how he just said, you know, when he's going to get some opposition, he just laugh at him and walk away. That's good to be able to do that. Boy, but some of us, I can see me and Ro. Bro, I got me and you in there this day. Oh, I even in our fleshly walk because in our flesh we cannot please God in our flesh means our action now you got to check this out now our action a lot of time does not please God because guess what the outcome was not in the hands of God but it was in your hands Sometimes it's a fortified place to protect. Sometimes it's a fortified place to resist against attack. But we're speaking of here on the uh, demonic side of strongholds, evil side of strongholds, which comes to build a fortified place in you, refusing to turn you loose, refusing to let you do that which is right and hold you to doing that which is wrong. Fortified. Stronghold. Ah. It's a fortified place built in you. It's the lust of the, of the flesh it's a lust of the flesh stronghold. It's a stronghold of false teaching. Some folks are captured by false teaching. And they are locked in and, you, and they will not or do not understand the truth of God's word. Come on now. Some folks think God talked to them every day and they ain't even dotted the house of God. They never even attempt to come into the presence of the Lord. They are a God within themselves. Dangerous place to be. Amen. We can't rely on human strategy and human wisdom, but the power that is supplied by the Lord. We got to 
depend on the power of God. Huh? We got to depend on the gospel. The gospel is the power of God unto salvation. Amen. Our struggle is not with flesh and blood, but against the powers of darkness. Amen. Against spiritual wickedness. Huh? Spiritual forces that attack you. Therefore, while you are struggling in your flesh, know and recognize the force behind the fight that's against you, trying to stop you from doing that which is right in the sight of God. That's the whole objective. The whole, if the saints don't get anything else, the whole objective is for you to be displeasing to God. Never don't care how long you live. You can live to be a hundred as long as he knows that you displease God 95% of that time. Because then he knows you hell bound. Amen. He knows that you ain't going to get no more from God than he got. If he can keep you operating in your flesh. That's his tactic. To be his tactic is to run with the don't in the long run you will wind up being the loser remember what Romans chapter 7 said when it said so this is the principle Paul said this is the principle that I have discovered oh we got to discover something about ourselves we don't discover nothing about ourselves because we be too busy watching everybody else. Paul said, when I would do good, evil is present with me. It's going to be there. You can't stop it from being there. You just got to know how to put up resistance. If he visit Jesus, he'll visit you too. Huh? Ro, if he wanted Jesus to commit suicide, what do you think about you? He's telling you, shoot yourself in the head. If he told Jesus to, 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 to leap off this mountain and see what the angels of God uh, catch you before you dash your feet against a stone. He said, you a fool. You think I'm going to tempt the Lord thy God? It is written. The problem is we never... Get to the point 
that we use what is written. The word of God is our weapon of warfare. Not our flesh, but the word of God is our weapon of warfare. Amen. So, I'm going to hold up there and turn you into the hands of the pastor. Uh, hopefully I'll be at Corinthians chapter 10, verses 1 through 12 next week. <laughs>